Hey guys, so welcome to the fifth episode, season three of the Teen Whisperer Show, where we get to hear the stories and experience of podcasters and what are the problems that they are facing and how to overcome it. Today, we have a guest from UK and actually, I would like to give an intro in his style. Like He's a dad. I don't, I don't have the accent, but this is actually what he always says. He's a dad and he has a podcast called Dad Boss Audio and he was one of, one of my clients before. So guys, let's welcome Mr. Charlie Jones. Charlie, um, sorry, Charlie, welcome to the show. So uh, please tell a little bit about yourself and your podcasting career. Sure. Um, and, and Jeff, thanks for having me on. It's really nice to be a guest on your show. Uh, yeah, you know, for those listening, Jeff used to really help me out with my podcast and with my marketing uh, for Dad Boss Network, which is my kind of social media project, if you like. I guess it all started back in October last year. Um, I am a dad. I've got a full-time job. And I've always been someone who likes self-development, self-improvement. Uh, I really struggled for time, as any parent will understand. Um, so I embarked on a mission to get up at 4 a.m. every morning so that I could spend some time working on myself before I had to go to work and without sacrificing time in the evenings with my family. And that very quickly developed into Dad Boss Network and the podcast, uh, Dad Boss Audio as well. And the whole purpose of it is really just to reach as many dads as possible who are just like me to inspire them to go after their dreams. Because I believe that it's only by us as dads going after our own dreams and pursuing our own passions that we'll truly teach our children how to pursue theirs and, and not to settle in life. Yeah, I totally understand that. And, you know, recently, I think you actually gave, uh, you know, kind of an interview, I think so, to uh, another podcast called Mommy Voice, I think. Yeah, so I just did a, a short little video and, and it was very much saying what I've just said there, you know, as parents, um, we want the best for our kids. We do. We absolutely want the best for them. But the truth is, we sometimes overprotect our children with love. Um, you know, our kids may come to us and say that they've got a dream of being an actor or, you know, being an astronaut. And as parents, we don't want to see them fail. And you see it all the time where parents go, oh, don't reach that high. Don't, don't want to do that. Um, because they don't want to see their kids fail. They don't want to see their kids get hurt. But in actual fact, all you're doing is teaching your kids to settle. Um, so I truly believe that for our kids to pursue their dreams they need to see us going after ours uh, and you know it doesn't even matter if we fail just the act of them seeing us going after it is enough to show them to to go after their own yeah exactly and you know uh, recently i actually you know explored this uh, one of my podcast guests actually you uh, asked me this question you know to ask whoever you who are getting onto your show is that uh, who was the last person that you made them you made them smile okay so who was it do you have any person like that Who's the last person I made smile? Yeah. Uh, my mum, actually, the other day. That's totally out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, my mum's not been very well. We haven't seen her throughout the whole lockdown period. And so um, she's, she's actually just been given the all clear. Uh, it meant we were able to go and see her on Thursday. And the most important thing, for, you know, my, my daughter being able to see Nanny Paula on Thursday. Um, so I didn't make her smile. Actually, my daughter made her smile. But yeah, that, you know, to see that kind of happiness, you, you can't buy that. You can't get that. Well, mate, that's really good. And guys, uh, the guest that he has on this podcast is actually totally unique because uh, once I was editing a video for you who actually was a security guard and he was actually uh, uh, security for Ed Sheeran, I think so. He was actually for that. So yeah. <laughs> right. 
I, I was really, I was really astonished. Like when I was hearing and editing, I mean, like, wow. I mean, like that's the thing, man. Uh, how do you actually get those people onto your podcast? I mean, like when they come onto your show, uh, what was actually their expectations? Sure. So, I mean, look, you know, I'm very new to podcasting, and um, I think the only the, the important, well, in terms of finding guests, I'm using social media. It's people I know or people I'm coming across and networking with via Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter. Um, I've started contacting people who I see who just inspire me, and you know, I'm, I'm reaching. I'm, I've been contacting famous people and just seeing if they'd be interested in coming on the show. Uh, I'd say don't be afraid to contact anyone. You never know; you might just catch that on the right day and they just say hey do you know what I love what you're doing I'll give you some time um and in terms of when you're saying expectations do you mean theirs or what are my expectations yeah yours, guess? yours like when you are inviting you or no what's your expectation of them um for me I just want them to share their story mm-hmm. uh as I say it's about inspiring other dads so for example the, the guest you were talking about um Kyle he is a dad. He works yeah. a full-time job as a security guard, but he also has a huge social media platform. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got 160,000 followers on Facebook. But for me, the big thing for him is he has a Facebook group of about 10,000 dads from around the world mm-hmm. who openly share their frustrations and their feelings and when yeah. they're feeling low and supporting each other. Um, so for me, the best part of that interview was, was hearing about that and where that had come from. Yeah, exactly. And you know, uh, you always like say this, that he's a dad in your podcast, whenever it's starting, he, he's a dad. And uh, um, is there any specific reason like in your from your background, this kind of personal question, like, you know, from your background, your father and everything, like, um, is there anything that inspired you to do this from your, you know, father's side? Yeah, I mean, uh, you may, if you've listened to some of the podcasts, you may have heard my own story. Um, yeah. I didn't have a relationship with my dad uh, he certainly was no example of how to be a father and because of that I was actually terrified of being a dad um, I, I actually used to visit my dad in prison when I was very little um, and he disappeared when I was 13 I haven't even spoken to him for, 20, for over 20 years now um, so for me being a dad at first was terrifying and now it's something that I want to do to, to the best of my ability. I want to be the best dad I can and set the right example for my daughter. Um, I set an example that I was never given. Yeah. And how does you affecting your part, you know, your personal life? Because uh, people, most of the times when yeah, they're doing podcasting, they talk stuff like, you know, you being a dad boss, audio, like podcaster, uh, you should always talk about being a great dad and all. So is it actually affecting in your personal life or are you actually executing? Is it possible when you position your podcast like that and to implement that? Is it possible to, you know, implement in your personal life as well? Yeah, it is. I mean, look, there's no such thing as a perfect dad. Uh, we're all learning this. You know, um, you see a lot of mum content out there and I'm supporting mums. Mums are naturally maternal. It's built into their DNA. For dads, it's different. Um, and to be a good dad, you just, I believe, have to show love, compassion, understanding, acceptance, 
And if you just work off of those four basic principles, I think everything else will just work itself out. You've just got to start with love. Um, I've made loads of mistakes as a dad and I'm going to make lots and lots more, but I, you know, I'm really humbled and blessed that I get to speak to some really inspiring dads from around the world through the podcast, through dad boss network. And I get to learn some of the things that they do and see what works for me as well. Um, and you know, I'll be honest with you, the lockdown has been at first it was, I found it really difficult. I've not, spent so much time with my daughter you know literally stuck in a house together um but the i think the first four weeks were really difficult after that i really started to understand the blessing that i've just been given uh because that amount of time i'm never going to get that with her again i'm never going to have 10 11 weeks that i can just spend at home with my daughter so um i learned to make the most of that time and i saw a lot of other dads doing the same uh and i think there's a lot of dads out there that are better now than they were before lockdown started yeah i think because you know uh, even in in my house it's like every single time when my father comes in i always accept like uh, did he bought something i mean like you know when, whenever you know dads come home they always have this expectation like did he got something did he got something for me and uh, in lockdown when everyone is at home i mean like he doesn't get out of my house so how, when can i get anything back so yeah i think it's actually i you know i was actually talking to one of the uh, one of the podcasters that i'm going to interview in the future date and he was actually mentioning that the podcast listening listening has actually reduced you know uh, during yeah, the uh, quarantine has, yeah and what's your take on that how's your stats going on in that uh, yeah my stats did drop and you know i think if you look at how podcasts are consumed uh, a lot of people consume podcasts on their commute whether they're sitting on a train or a bus um or they're driving to work i listen to podcasts when i'm driving um and of course with the number of people off work and the number of people working from home those commute have now gone uh so even the people who are working from home they're not saying oh well let's use that hour that i used to drive uh and listen to a podcast they're actually working that time instead a lot of people you'll find are probably working longer hours than they did before so um actually the number of podcast listeners reduced um and the people cons- amount of people consuming video went up dramatically because people decided they had time to look at the screen um, and that's probably why during lockdown, you would have seen a lot more uh, Facebook lives and Instagram lives uh, rather than podcasts. Yeah, exactly. And YouTube actually reduced the, uh, you know, the HD version and uh, the two version. I don't know whether it's actually happened in your country, but here the videos uh, won't go up to uh, like more than 480 pixels. If you go to YouTube and you saw a video which was like a, a 4K video before, you can't go more than 480 pixels now. So because lots no. of people are consuming, yeah, it's also happening there also. Netflix did it, Amazon Prime did it, YouTube did it. They had to because yeah. the number of people consuming the content went up and they their servers, despite how big and powerful they are, they just couldn't handle that amount of traffic. Yeah, the bandwidth is like it's going crazy and people are also working at home. They're also consuming everything and it's totally going yeah. crazy. And, uh, you know, mate, uh, actually, you know, I really want to ask you this because uh, your podcast is really niche oriented, okay? It's mostly of dads who just want to share and everything. So how do you actually use the, uh, you know, promotion strategies? Like, you know, uh, how do you possibly share it and get number of views? Because like literally, like, I don't know, maybe 60% of the whole world, maybe because of that. Maybe even, even hmm. because some of the people, even if people at my age or actually listening to the podcast, they can be that, okay, I shouldn't be like my father. He was a total idiot and he was, he tortured, he tortured me. So I shouldn't torture my children. So 
how should you actually do the promotions i mean like about your listeners so do you just send out your dads or someone related to that so tell me more about the promotion stuff yeah it's really well i'll tell you what when i figure it out i'll give you the the true strategy <laughs> it's new um i've got a very small number of listeners at mm-hmm. the moment and i'm still working on promotion and i think the same as with this the same as anything it takes time to build an audience um but what I, obviously i have the dad boss network platform where i have a 70 77 percent of my audience are dads aged between 25 and, and 65 really um so i've already i'm already building the platform there um and then depending on on, on the type of content within a specific podcast will tell me where i'm promoting it is it instagram is it facebook is it linkedin if there's something more business related in there um youtube you know if there's some good video content coming off of a podcast then i will get it up on youtube for example i'll be asking you for a copy of this whole thing to get it on youtube um so you know, it really depends on the on the content within the podcast, taking clips out of that, using relevant hashtags to try and attract the right audience, uh, promoting at the right times, um, and, and just working from there. And, you know, uh, over time, I know that that audience will grow. I, I think sometimes it's tempting, you know, because I've been doing this a few months now, you see people, they'll start something and they're after three, four months, they're not getting a big number of listeners. So that, okay, I'm doing something wrong. I must broaden. Um, and personally, I think that's a mistake because it's the patience that will get you to where you want to be. Stay in your lane, stay with what you're passionate about, stay, stay true to yourself. And, you know, the truth is it's better to have a hundred people that are act- actively engaged than 10,000 who don't really give a shit. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear. Nah, but... <laughs> it's okay. I can put a beep onto that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, really, because uh, the people that you brought in, uh, you know, brought in, like, it's actually really amazing. Because when I was editing the Kyle uh, podcast, I actually uh, remember that he actually drove from all the way, I think, uh, Philly, I think. So I, I exactly remember the place. He actually drove from there to your home to record the podcast. So yeah, I mean, like, what made him do that? Because uh, he, he has to charge for the petrol amount, you know, petrol or gas or, or in your language. So that's one, and uh, you know effort and also what actually you know you made him do that because it's not easy to inspire people to come to your home and record a podcast it's definitely not easy uh, it's not i mean it's, it's hard to get people onto a zoom call never mind getting them to come to your home um, i'll be honest it wasn't anything i did that was kyle um he is a genuinely good person and he wanted to be involved and he wanted to spread his message because he's passionate about it because it's true to who he is and he believes in it so he was willing to drive an hour and a half from his home to come to my home and record that show um and and we've become friends you know uh and i think that's one of the really important things about podcasts and about these kind of networks you'll meet people from all around the world and you'll become friends um i stayed in contact with pretty much everyone I've recorded with, I have regular video calls with them. Most of my guests are actually from the States or Canada. Um, So, you know, having regular calls with them and I'm pretty sure that once all this is over, uh, we've all got somewhere that we can go and and go on holiday and meet each other and, you know, catch up and that kind of thing. Um, So again, if you've got the right guests, they will be willing to work with you. Uh, If you have, I think if you have to really fight to get somebody onto your show uh, and by fight, I don't mean you have to message them 10 times. I mean, if you can just feel like, you know, it's, it's not that they don't really want to do it. Don't have them on 
make sure you stay true again to your show and, and stay true to your listeners because they're the people that you're doing this for. Um, and if someone doesn't feel interested, they don't want to make an effort, then then move on. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like there's no monetary benefit at start because people are spending like half an hour or one hour, you know, recording a podcast. I mean, like it's kind of worth like more money to them, but they are actually eligible because, you know, growing podcasts, podcasters like us, it's actually really hard to get those guests. People obviously don't see the benefit. Like what's the point of getting on to that? So I think that's one of the like best thing, like no judgments, like who is he and what kind of thing he does. No judgments, just getting onto the podcast. I, I think that's really amazing thing when it comes to podcasting is. So uh, one final question before you know closing it is that uh, what do you think is the best tip in the whole world that you can give to a fellow podcaster in order to grow? According to your version, that's yours. Don't give up. Um, again, you know, when you get to three months, six months, nine months, and you've still got 20, 30, 700 people listening to your podcast, and really what you want is, you know, a few zeros at the end of that listener count. Don't give up. Um, make sure you keep doing what you're doing because it takes time. Be patient. Focus on the quality and just getting out there and, and getting the right people on. Um, and, and just remember, if if you inspire one person with an episode, um, then you're doing some good out there. Just just stick with it. Wow, wow, that's totally that's totally good, guys. So we've actually like discussed more about guest and how to get uh, you know get get guest people on the show because his podcast is actually totally niche oriented. It's actually a really advantageous thing because when you do something like that, the amount of listeners that is actually really big because. If you're doing a normal podcast, like an hour long about discussing many things, uh, rather than niche oriented, it's actually the advantages. And we talked about like uh, how to actually encourage people to drive from all the way down to his home. And so that's actually something, you know, it's actually inspirational that I get goosebumps whenever I hear that because I don't know, I don't, I haven't met a lot of people who would drive to my home to help me something with this without any monetary charges. So that's actually things, uh, you know, we discuss. So make sure you guys, I'll leave the, I'll leave the you know, timestamps below so you guys go and check that out. And uh, thank you so much, Mr. Charles. And uh, it's really great, amazing, you know, connecting with you. I know you have been very busy in this schedule. So uh, is there anything you want to ask me? Written? Uh, no, not at the moment. I just want to say thanks so much for having me on. It's a real pleasure to come on to your show. Um, and, uh, you know, to your guests out there, if, uh, if someone is starting a podcast and, and wants some help around the marketing, then give Jeff a call because he'll definitely help you out. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. So thanks so much for listening and I'll see you guys next podcast. Thanks, Jeffrey.